One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. And welcome to Second Opinion with me, Dr. Christian, one of the few forms of medical therapy that's applied through the years. Now, I know you can't really call a podcast medical, but you know what I mean. Please do subscribe to the series and tell your friends when you get a second, as we'd like as many people to benefit from this as possible. Now, here comes the boring, lawyery obligation bit. As always, the opinions expressed in this forum are purely my own. And if you're feeling unwell, then you should refer to the current advice given by the NHS in terms of contacting your GP or your pharmacist <gasps> and breathe Christian and breathe right well it wouldn't be second opinion without the sunny to my share <laughs> my partner in crime the wonderful Alex Stanger Alex how are you well I want to be share I've been honestly I've been practicing <laughs> doing uh, turn back time now for quite a while and I do think that I, I should be share not sunny thanks oh I'm not <laughs> sure I'm prepared to give that one up actually Alex much as I love you <laughs> Oh, blooming heck. It's yeah, every, I'm, I'm it's every young gay boy's dream, you know that. <laughs> That's the thing. Well, OK, I'll be Tina. As long as I can be Tina Turner, I'll be all right then. Yeah. You do okay, Tina fine. Turner. You, 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 I'll do Tina. You can have Cher. All right. You know, that's now actually going to happen in reality <laughs> somewhere. <laughs> that's frightening. And we're also joined by, I was going to say an old face, but she'll kill me if I say an old face. What I meant was an old, old friend. Now. <laughs> <laughs> an old friend of Second Opinion, psychotherapist Rebecca Barry. Rebecca, thanks for coming back. It's my pleasure. It's lovely to be back. An Thank you for face. having me. I mustn't say that, must No, I? well, it is three months of lockdown and no Botox. It's a very old face. <laughs> <laughs> what can we do about that? Well, yeah. you know, Alex is itching to do a podcast on, on Botox, aren't you, Alex? I'm desperate to do a podcast on Botox, but you won't allow it because I, I think you think that I want to get free Botox. Well, I know you want to get free Botox, but I'm now thinking, why don't I allow it? That's that a bit mean of me. Case. That I might be the case, but no. Um, yeah, I am. I've been asking you to do one for ages and you just keep shirking it. You go around I the think, um, subject. But why, yeah. will you not, why, will, why would you not do Botox on well, a podcast? I don't know. I don't know. I was just thinking, why wouldn't I do it? So I must be mm. mellowing. Because it's so- the number one topic of conversation with all of my friends of a certain age. So yeah. I think it would be a very popular podcast. Well, let's do one on Botox. <laughs> All we need is someone who's actually had Botox and someone oh, who I don't hasn't know where you'd had Botox. Botox. Oh, I know. That must be really difficult. Talk. And then we could do it. <laughs> OK, put that one on the list for next time. But we must crack on. Now, what I really wanted to talk about today was because there is very definitely... Uh, a much brighter light at the end of the tunnel now than there was. We had a bit of light before, but that light is certainly getting brighter, isn't it? And, you know, the end of lockdown seems to be looming. I, I'm not convinced you can have a sort of partial lockdown. When when people have been sort of shut up for so long and you start to let them out, it's kind of an all or nothing effect, I suspect, and everyone comes flooding out. But nevertheless, it 
may not all be joy and happiness and parties and celebration, though, as people come out of lockdown mindsets. I, I suspect quite a lot of people who were desperate to get out of their lockdown situations, and we can talk about why they might not be so happy, may now be going, oh, hell, <laughs> the real world beckons, and I'm not sure I'm ready to go back out into it. Does that, does that resonate with anyone? I mean, I think it is, uh, you know, I think the effect of um, the lockdown will have had very different um, effects on, on, on us all. Um, but I certainly think for a group of people who are anxious, um, mm. and particularly, I suppose, socially anxious, lockdown has um, provided them with a, you know, for some of them with a safe space. And I think going back out and being made to go back out or having to go back to work, socialise again, you know, reconnect to the world for some people, I think will be really scary. Yeah. And even if before you were quite looking forward to it, I think because lockdown has been quite, you know, a long time now, we've almost become yeah. institutionalised to lockdown and got used yeah. to it. And, you know, now the inconvenience of having to see other people or stuff is is actually, you know, even for me, it's sort of like, oh, really? I'm all right Well, I was home. thinking about it as being, um, you know, it's like we've been in prison and, and the prison doors have opened. And yes, loads of people are going to be rushing out, but there will be some people who are frightened to leave their cell. You know, yeah. I think... Um, you know, and I think we've become so used to uh, being in um, that, that going back out is is the new normal and, and for some people will be really hard. Yeah. I also think that um, obviously we've been told so many mixed things over the last yeah. three months. And I think now we're, are we supposed to just forget about everything? And yeah. there's still no cure. There's still no, There's still nothing that we can actually say is you know that we're not going to catch it you know the risk is still there and I think yeah. that that is a major thing because we might all be responsible and try and do two meters and all the rest of it but when we go out on the street I mean even now you go into a supermarket there's loads of people who aren't really paying much attention to any of that two meter rule and you are yeah. the one that looks like you are um being fussy because you're <laughs> trying to adhere to it or wearing yeah. a face mask or trying to do the right thing. So I think that that's really difficult because I think a lot of people have just got sick of being told one thing and then another and then another and another. So they've just put their hands up and gone, I don't know anymore. So I'm just going to go and mm. try and start living my life. So I think that that's, uh, that's where I get a bit anxious is yeah. how do we get back to any kind of normal when really there isn't a normal and mm. uh, and there's no yeah, set I mean, there's, rule as such. Yeah, there's so much uncertainty, I think. Mm. Um, and with uncertainty, you know, comes comes anxiety. We like to be in control of the situation. And, you know, everything about coronavirus, to me at least, feels very uncertain. You know, the virus itself, what it does, who it's going to affect is really, you know, we don't know. Um, and the impact that it's having on, or, 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 you know, on the economy, we don't yet know. The impact that it has on the numbers of people in the street and, you know, whether there's going to be a second spike, we don't yet know. No, and we, we're creatures who like, you know, like to plan, like to know um, what we can and can't do. I think scientifically you have to look on it as uh, we now need to go out 
out there and sort of spread the, the remaining virus around amongst healthy people, still keep it away from vulnerable people. You know, us relatively healthy ones, if we do get it, it won't be so bad for the majority of us. And that will do something to improve herd immunity. I think we're sort of at that stage now, aren't we, where we haven't got a vaccine yet. So herd immunity or can, carrying on isolating are our, mm. are our two options. So. Mm. I, th I think you have to sort of look on it like that in a way is is if you get it for the majority of people it, it won't be a problem and that's showed out in the numbers but but at least it'll confer you some immunity which mm. will help with the with the control of the virus mm. does that make sense sort of now alex i mean i hear that not everything has been the usual perfect sweetness and light in your home at the moment are you starting to find it a bit tough too yeah i, I started to find it a bit tough about two weeks ago and it I think the youngest has gone back to school and he's gone back four days a week and it's absolutely brilliant and he's loving it, although he won't tell us anything about his day apart from he has a hamburger at lunchtime. That's the <laughs> most we got out of him. Um, but the eight and the 10-year-old are still being homeschooled by us but whilst me and my partner are trying to work as well. And it's just... It's, we had a terrible week last week. It was so fraught. You know, if, if I'm not sobbing, they're sobbing. And it's just the uncertainty of, I think I was working towards the 15th of June and I knew that we probably wouldn't be back at school by the 15th of June, but I was working towards, they might be in for two hours or they might be in for a day or, or they might have a bit more interaction. And when that didn't happen, and when we were told it's probably not gonna, it might not happen in September, then that was just like this, 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 this whole opening of uncertainty that I think yeah. we've been so jollying everybody along for so long. And the thought that their emotions are all over the place, our emotions that we're knackered and, we're, and they're shot. And we just, I, I'm so scared for what we are doing to them mentally in the future. I am terrified because I have lost my shit several times and yeah. um and they have been they've been upset they're not seeing people they're not socializing it's all very well to say that you're gonna have a zoom chat or whatever but the sporty one the middle one i mean he just needs to run around and see people that you know that, that enjoy doing that with him so i'm just i just uh, it's like this vortex that's never ending as far as i yeah. can see and yeah. so i'm just trying to come up with ways of fixing it and that's that's hard i wonder you know the solution isn't necessarily you know what could we do about it well there's nothing we can do about it is there that's that's the bottom line we have to wait and let the big men make their big decisions so it's a question of learning to live with what we've got in different ways i'm interested alex because you are always frantically busy um mm, always have been. i still am <laughs> and it used to, well it used to surprise me i used to think why are you keeping yourself so busy right now and are there ways in which you could maybe change your routine or or ease up a little bit or is that impossible it's just impossible with three boys at home really yeah. it's just so it, it because if, if i'm not working then i'm having to school them or do downtime stuff with them or get them out exercising so it's mm. just it sounds really overwhelming Mm. Yeah. And it's been and like that for a long time. And you said that you're worried about their mental health long term. What would yeah. you say a bit more? Why, why, why is that? You think I am terrified that they are being exposed to, mm. and we are, I know that we are, we're, you know, with that archetypal, absolutely fine family, all the rest of it. But I feel like they're being exposed just to 
a lot of stress on our part. We're not teachers, we're meant to be parents. And I think that they just get from us now for a major part of the day, haranguing about have they posted this homework? Has this happened? Mm. And I just feel like they, I just don't know what it's doing to them in the future. The, the, the you know, I don't want to talk about them individually, but yeah. too much. But you can see, you can see that one of them's just sort of maybe just shutting down. Not shutting down. That sounds so dramatic. But he just is. He's he's really loving lockdown because he isn't having to socialise and he can get on a computer. And okay. um, so that kind of thing. I'm just so scared of what. That he's future. not developing social skills or whatever. Or... Absolutely. And mm. and he has no intention now. It's like he's been yeah. given the absolute green light to just be like that. How so much... I, that's that's my my absolute fear, is that we are loading these poor kids up. with. And maybe I'm overthinking it, but I just feel so bad for them that they have this just this, this, I just don't know w- what will happen in the future it might be that this might be the most amazing thing and they'll go god can you remember lockdown and wasn't it great we were with our family all the time but I don't know that if they're going to come out of that I mean my eldest turned around to me and said <laughs> their swearing's got really good he said shit but you and dad are such crap teachers I don't think I can bear it for any longer I, I completely agreed with him completely agreed with him Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass!" So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. How much so I think time, time on their own do they get? Well, the, yeah, they, they kind of go off and do their own thing, but not really because we all are a unit. The eldest one, I've now said he can go out on bike ride with his mate. And so um, me and another family walk them over the road and they have a socially distanced bike ride, which is nice. And that's him. Sort of interesting because I think, I think you know, that idea of each of them and you having your own time. I, I wonder, I, I was asking, because sometimes when you're so busy as a family, actually... 
the time for you to sneak off and have a little read or do whatever is with you and the kids on their own though not together you know everyone has a bit of their own space where they can sort of feel like they own themselves again i'd say is really important but but also alex to say to you that you know arguing more now is completely normal <laughs> it's it, it it's it, it's to be expected yeah, I mean, I think that, you know, the situation is so extraordinary that we are all locked in with partners, families, or some of us, you know, completely on our own. Um, and I think that, you know, it has, it has huge, it's having huge, you know, a huge impact. The fact that, you know, you're arguing in front of your kids or you're crying in front of your kids, you're breaking down sometimes, you know, is normal and to be expected. I think that, um, you know, the pressure that's on, you know, young families, homeschooling, people trying to work from home is enormous and, and you know, and nuts really. Um, and I think the fact that you're getting up every day, giving them breakfast, you know, loving them, um, you know, is, is as much as you can do. And, you know, to love them, but to make mistakes, none of us are perfect. Of course, you're going to cry. Of course, you're going to get cross, frustrated. Um, you know, it's a very, very difficult situation that you're in. Important not to beat yourself up for that. Mm. And, you know, there is no such thing as a perfect mother. Um, we all, you know, if, if we're well-intentioned, as, as I know you are, you know, you are doing the best you can. And the yeah. fact that they have your kids have two parents who love them will mean that they're going to be fine. Yeah. Yes. You know, uh, and and yeah, they will look back on this and think, "My God, that was a very strange few months." Um, <laughs> but it doesn't have to scar them. You know, it doesn't have to be a trauma. Yeah. Um, do you, I, ever, I, do you know. ever debrief as a family after a big? Oh, we 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 the last two weeks, and I'm sure this has been echoed around many kitchen tables around the land we've had so many sit down right guys this is the bottom line <laughs> we're in it for yeah. the long haul you yeah. are gonna have to help us out i mean and we've got these go henry cards that we charge up whenever they you know do a chore or whatever or you know a week of chores will get a quid or whatever I'm yeah. spending a bloody fortune on those because I'm just like, now I keep adding more chores or, or exercise or something like that just to try and get them sort of zhuzhed up. It's just, it's yeah. just the enthusiasm to carry on yeah. is so difficult and it's so difficult to try and keep everybody on board with that message. Yeah, no, and I think that thing about motivation is, is really key because I think when our mood dips you know, when we, you know, fall into a sadness or, or a low level of depression, you know, our motivation goes, you know, that's why when you're seriously depressed, you can't get out of bed, you know, mm. you don't have the motivation, even though getting up actually ultimately would be very helpful because it would make you, you know, reconnect to the world. But I think that, you know, the lack of motivation week 12 into lockdown, when you're having to do, you know, another, you know, three hours of homeschooling, I'm not surprised that the motivation is lacking. Mm. Mm. Um, yeah, it's I do, really, I do think there's a it's lot really hard for a, for a bit of a sit down and a, what was that all about? You know, sorry, yeah. or, or whoever it was, and just have a nice, you know, of because I was just frantic about this, that, and the other. And try, it might sound a little cheesy like that, but it's 
I think where it's happening a lot and there's sort of frictions occurring, when you do sort of break it down and debrief and almost laugh about it afterwards, it, it does help. And you do realise, actually, there aren't any major underlying problems, really. We're just mm. like any other family. And we've argued about mm. some little thing that, that escalated into a massive thing, you know, yeah. just like everybody does. I, I think that but can of be... Course there are- but of course, there are families who are having terrible problems. You know, there are families who are, you know, there are kids trapped in, in, in families where they are being abused, um, mm. you know, and, and, with, and with, you know, very little support, you know, and, and it's all happening behind closed doors. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, there are, I want to talk about a few more things for, for general listeners, I think, and particularly if you're a little bit more isolated, if you're living on your own. This will have been a, a, a very difficult time, I would imagine. Um, and what, what concerns me, I suppose, is it, it's become very easy to isolate and withdraw from society because that's what we had to do. But becoming, an isolated, becoming isolated and withdrawn may also be symptoms of something like a depression um, and may even sort of trigger the symptoms of a depression. But because everyone's doing it, you may not recognise that. So I'm, I'm rather long-windedly sort of saying that people may have developed a, a degree of depression during lockdown because mm. of the fear, the anxiety, the uncertainty as to money and all sorts of things and the isolation, mm. but not have recognised it because, yeah. you know, it's the situation rather than, than symptomatic. Mm. Rebecca, you're, you're still busy working with, with your patients, yeah. aren't you? Yeah. Without obviously yeah, very busy. betraying any confidentialities. Have yeah. you found that that's happening? I mean, I think it is. I think it is particularly difficult for people who live on their own because, um, you know, this level of isolation is 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 terrible and devastating. And yeah, I mean, I think that um, you know what happens to people very often. They, you know, when you're not connected to the world. Um, you you become very depressed. You know those small interactions that you have, leaving your house to you know pick up a coffee, get on the tube, get on the bus, whatever it is, say hello to someone. Those small interactions are really important to making us feel connected to the world and being reflected in the world. You know, we if you walk into your office and the receptionist says hello, that's that person acknowledging your existence. You know, your colleagues, hi, how are you? those people acknowledging your existence if you're sat alone in your flat no one is doing that and so you end up feeling not like you don't exist but but you don't exist in 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 the wider world um you're not being reflected back by the outer world and so you become very internalized and my my thinking is that when we don't have social contact we get really really depressed my thinking is that it is social contact, it is being with others in a healthy way that makes us happy. Um, you know, we are very, very social beings. You know, the baby's first instinct is to be close to mother, you know, yes, to have the milk, but also, you know, the baby wants the touch. And um, I think that without human touch, without human connection, we are left really, really bereft. And, you know, bereft, you know, is, is another word, of course, for depression. And I think it's, it's, it's almost self-perpetuating. And this is the really unfair thing that's, that's, if you're isolated 
and becoming dep- depressed, you isolate yourself even more. So the the one or two phone calls that you used to answer, you've probably you stopped bothered. answering. Yeah, yeah. And that's that's the thing about motivation. You know, the the terrible thing about depression is that's when we really need to have the motivation to get out of bed, to make you know, to, to answer the phone, to you know reconnect. But you know, the thing about depression is that it robs you of your motivation. Mm. Um, so really important if you are aware that you're falling into depression or that you are depressed to really fight against that and to really you know charge yourself to make small steps um toward doing you know toward making connection whether that is just going outside your front door to buy a cup of coffee or you know to say hello to the neighbor really you know important to try and push yourself through that barrier and find the motivation to get out there because it's getting out there and doing things even small tasks will make you feel a bit better i think you know thinking forward as as well beyond lockdown which will you know we will get beyond lockdown but if you've had a terrible time in lockdown i think it's very important to not shrug it off and say, oh, it's gone, it's over, is actually to talk about it with somebody because they talk a lot about uh, witnessing your your distress or your trauma. Mm. So if you've had a bad life event that no one really knew about, no one mm. witnessed it, that makes, it can make it far harder to sort of move on. It, it can it can linger on within the, the recesses of your minds and, and come back and haunt you in your nightmares and things for quite a, a while. Whereas if you bring it out and have it witnessed, have it talked about, have it sort of uh, neatly dissected and put away, it can, it can make all the difference in the world. So if you have had Absolutely. a tough time and you are quite isolated, even if you're not prepared to do so now, you know, talk about it later is it, it, really important. Mm. Alex, you're lucky because you can talk about it with us, can't you? <laughs> <laughs> well, this is this has been brilliant for me today. I feel like I'm getting my free, free therapy and I'm going to walk <laughs> off and be absolutely marvellous. <laughs> One last little thing that I thought was, well, quite sweet, but quite sad, actually. Um, and probably no one's thought of it much was most people have been spending long time at home with pets. All right. If you've got a pet, I've got a little dog. I know, Rebecca, you've got a little dog. When we suddenly all, you know, disappear oh, no. off. And back to I normality. know the separation I, I anxiety. Think, is I terrible. think our pets will really struggle. Oh really my God. struggle. What are they going to do? But do, are your dogs um, sitting there going, "Please, not another walk"? Because at the beginning of lockdown, <laughs> there were just these exhausted yes. dogs walking around. Yes. No, that, oh my God! <laughs> yeah, no, you're just doing this true. for you, not for me. I know. It. <laughs> <laughs> they don't know what Corona is. They just know that we've been around a lot, and that's great. Yeah. You know, and then suddenly yeah. we're not around, and that's very distressing. Yeah. So. Um, yeah. There are ways around but it. You but never know. You, maybe... I, again, that uncertainty of how we're going to all be working in the future. I mean, I know from my work that I probably won't be in an office environment for a good another six months. So mm. I think your dogs are going to be all right for some time. Yeah. <laughs> it's, mm. I suppose that's just another anxiety. It's another thing. There'll, there'll, there'll be a period of adjustment. But, you know, we are also going to have to go through a period of adjustment, you know, just like our pets. You know, it doesn't have to all, you know, on July the 4th, you know, not everything has to happen immediately. I just hope I can get a hair appointment. Yeah. Everyone's going to want a hairdresser. Have you? Have you? I need to call them today. My, 
damn, I'm, yeah. I'm not quick enough off the mark. I, I won't get in there till August, I know it. You know the trouble is, we're all going to be in sync for haircuts, so we all want one now, we'll all have one, and then there'll be another mad rush in six weeks' time where we'll all want... We have to stagger it a bit, or it's never going to work. Right, shut up, Christian. That is about it for this episode of Second Opinion. Thank you, Alex, as always. And I'm sorry you, you don't sound quite so perky today, but... Um, Oh, don't worry, I'll be back job. to normal next week. I think, well, I think Thank you've you, always love. been normal, and that's the important thing to tell you. I think everything is completely normal with what you're doing, and you'll have done a far better job than perhaps you realise at the moment. A huge thanks to our guest this week, the brilliant Rebecca Barry, for once again giving us her time and her expert opinion. Don't forget, you can get in touch by emailing us, surgery at thepodcastworks.com, or you can message me on Twitter at Dr. Christian if you've got any specific questions or concerns that you'd like us to look at. If you've liked what you've heard, feel free to give us a five-star rating, press the subscribe button and share this podcast on your socials. Thanks for listening and we'll see you next time. Goodbye. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.